0: This is Optimal Health Daily, episode 614. And I'm Dr. Neil Malik, your host and narrator. And this is the show where I usually read to you for some of the most popular health and fitness blogs out there, with permission from the websites. Not this week, though. So today is actually a continuation from Monday. So if you're skipping around or again are new here, I'd recommend listening to that episode first. That's episode 611. Now, let me explain what's going on. I was asked to be a guest on Fearless Fabulous You with Melanie Young, who's a certified health coach and author. Her show, get this, is all about inspiring and empowering others on health, wellness, and nutrition. So it was a perfect fit. You can find Melanie's show, Fearless Fabulous You, on demand at iHeartRadio.com and everywhere the iHeartRadio app is available. You can also find Melanie on social media. You can tweet her at MightyMelanie, or find her on Instagram at Melanie Fabulous. So again, for me, this week is all about giving thanks to Melanie Young and her team for interviewing me on her show. Now, before I get to it, for those of you in the US, a very happy Thanksgiving to you and yours. And I'm thankful for you. Thank you for listening to this show every day. Thank you for being a subscriber. Thank you for sharing the show with someone. Let's get to the final part of the interview as we optimize your life.
1: Now I have been testing. I get test. I get sent a lot of things to try, Dr. Malik, And I've been t- testing uh, blue green algae crystals or powder. It's crystals from this lake in Oregon. Supposedly has the purest algae ever. What? And and David Boulay, when I spoke to him, Chef David Boulay last night, he was like crowing about the benefits of blue green algae and also black sesame oil. What is it about blue green algae that is beneficial? And it's also called spirulina for anyone who doesn't know. What is it and why could it be beneficial?
2: Yeah, I'm um, actually, um, I, I know of spirulina, I know blue green algae, but I just haven't seen as much data on whether it's helpful or not. Um, hmm. I know it's kind of hot right now, but, um, the data on it is a, bit, is a bit sparse. And the part of the problem is that the manufacturers, those folks that, that kind of put these in, in jars for us, um, We don't know whether any of these products are really pure, and so we don't Mm. know whether there are any compounds in them that may help or harm us. And so it's hard for me to make any real conclusions about either of those things.
1: Well, that's actually a really imp- important point because I got a, a news bleep uh, also recently, like yesterday or tonight, last night or t- this morning, about how some supplements may have um, dangerous um, amounts of other kinds of drugs in them. And yeah. I was, I haven't I've done enough reading on it. And I don't know if you have, but I was kind of alarmed by that.
2: Yeah, it's... Um- the supplement industry at this point is is sometimes called the wild west and that they're, they're not as tightly regulated. And so there Mm -hmm. are issues where impurities arise. There have been studies that have found that some compounds, some, some of the supplements that are marketed as, let's say a vitamin supplement are actually mostly Mm -hmm. made of fillers. One was actually found to have mostly ash in it Mm -hmm. as opposed to an actual vitamin. And so, yes, being, being conscious of this and doing your research first to make sure that you're not, that you are consuming what you think you should be consuming and that you're not putting yourself in harm's way is is important.
1: It really is important. And, you know, a claim, you know, you have to really go behind who's claiming something because sadly there have been a lot of uh, fairly scandalous things also in the news about physicians who are making claims because they're paid by certain companies or they sit on the boards and it's caused a lot of issues as to who's, you know, who should you listen to. And and I don't necessarily advocate, well I think it's interesting to do general reading on the internet. I wouldn't use that as my medical source <laughs> ever for anything. So it's hard to really understand what you should and should not take. I am curious. So again, f- start with real food. So let's just bring it back to start with real food, organic most often more than non-organic, but the environmental working groups, Clean 15 and Dirty Dozen are great guidelines to follow if you don't know. Um, what about cooking food? I've heard, you know, there's the raw food diet. Everybody talks about it. eat it raw and it's better. Raw, raw, raw versus cooked. What are your thoughts on that in terms of nutrients?
2: Yeah, and so it's kind of a mixed bag And that, you know, we always hear about cooking tomatoes and how that Mm -hmm. makes the lycopene which is an antioxidant more bioavailable for the body um and so yes it does vary depending on the food we're talking about but what i would say is as you mentioned before moderation and so i wouldn't be only consuming raw fruits and vegetables i would incorporate cooking some of them as well and um when cooking them, sometimes if, you know, when you're using water, for example, you can get a little bit creative because yes, we know some of the what we call water soluble vitamins, like vitamin C and some of the B vitamins will leach out into the water that you're cooking those vegetables in. Mm -hmm. And so what I would say is if you could preserve the water and then let's say you're cooking a side dish of quinoa or rice or something like that, incorporate that water that you were cooking the vegetables in into that dish and that way, you'll still get some of those nutrients back. You won't get them all, but it's a nice way to preserve some of that.
1: Exactly. I mean, you know, do, you know, I come from the south. Everything was cooked to death. I mean, death. Mm-hmm. So I'm, I'm convinced that the nutrients died with the, the <laughs> with the food. But fresh <laughs> is always great. But I also just did a show um, that uh, is going to be airing. Actually, I pre-recorded. It, it's going to be airing uh, Halloween on uh, foodborne illnesses because they are on the rise because of improper handling or, um, contaminants, um, based on the environment. So, um, what would you advise to anyone on, on food handling? Because that is also important in terms of boosting your immune system.
2: Absolutely. Yes. And so, um, you, you kind of said the key word there is that relatively unprocessed. So as close to its most natural state, as far as fruits and vegetables, of course, that's, that's kind of the way to go. But again, don't be afraid of cooking them. Um, Cooking them can remove some of those microbes, but when you're consuming fruits and vegetables fresh, one of the best things you can do, you don't need a special spray or a vinegar solution. What we're learning through good data is just friction and water. So just make sure you rub the skin with, with your hand, with some water or with a paper towel or something like that. And that will actually get rid of quite a few bacteria and viruses so that that's a simple way to to help protect yourself.
1: I think that's such a great point. I, you know, I'm going to say this to my listeners: if it, it, you know, when there's an opportunity, a product will fit it, whether it's um, a special spray to more thoroughly clean your food or antibacterial gels to more thoroughly wash your hands when you can just do soap and water because we know that many antibacterial gels are being overused and thus affecting the microbiome and you know you don't necessarily need to spray your toilet bowl with some poo juice to make your poop smell your poop's gonna smell no matter what so get over it and just put some peppermint spray in water and spray if you don't like the smell so when there's an opportunity a product will fit it but it doesn't mean it is necessary it means it's opportunistic right
2: Right, absolutely.
1: Yeah, <laughs> you can tell them. And I come from a product marketing standpoint, so I know the real deal. I know the why behind <laughs> all this. Have I left out anything? We have about two minutes left. Have I, you know, what what else would you want to underscore for anyone who wants to stay healthy? Because this is about fighting disease, but more importantly, staying healthy. Because fighting disease is, you know, you're fighting disease when you get sick, but staying healthy is so you don't get sick or disease.
2: Mm-hmm. Absolutely, and what I would say is, think about variety. Um, I know folks can sometimes start stressing about, oh, okay, should I cook this or should I eat this raw? Really, if if you can incorporate a minimum of five combined servings of fruits and vegetables, that that kind of go-to that we've heard so many times, you'll be you'll be fine. And and incorporate variety. Cook some of those, eat some of them raw that's really the best thing to do. And if you can consume these foods closest to their most unprocessed state, meaning if they're in their whole form, whether you cook them after or not, that's fine. But if they're in their most whole form, you're probably on the right track.
1: Exactly. And, and, and don't overthink it, enjoy it. And, and, and of course eat the yeah. rainbow. That's another one. Eat the rainbow, make your plate colorful, right?
2: Absolutely. Yes. Cause that when, when, foods, when plant-based foods especially, are have a deep, rich, or bright color, it's just telling you that it's full of vitamins and minerals, things that will help keep you healthy and well.
1: Absolutely. And, and, and don't, you know, agonize over what diet should I eat? Should I follow? Don't make it so restrictive that you're not enjoying yourself. It does help to keep a food diary if you're kind of losing control and particularly if you're emotionally eating. Um, It does help to keep a food diary because the biggest thing you don't want to do is overeat because that's really what puts the pounds on, particularly if you're not moving and then, you know you're back into the vicious cycle of feeling unwell. Um, and that's really important. I have so enjoyed speaking to you today, Dr. Malik. What is the website for anyone who wants to learn more about Bastir University?
2: Sure. Yeah, they can go to um, www.bastyr.edu. Mm-hmm.
1: And there's two um, campuses, correct? Yes.
2: Uh, in fact, so I uh, teach out of the California campus, which is mm-hmm. uh, down here in San Diego, And uh, we have our original campus um, up in Kenmore, Washington.
1: That's where I want to enroll. I want to enroll in the San Diego one. So anyway, (laughs) thank you again. You've been listening to Fearless Fabulous You with Melanie Young. Um, As always, check me out at MelanieYoung.com. Follow me on Facebook and Twitter at Mighty Melanie and Fearless Fabulous Melanie. And as always, be your fearless and fabulous self.
0: Just go to indeed.com slash health right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash health. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Again, a very big thank you to Melanie and her team. It was such a pleasure being on the show. Oh, and before I go, we're gonna be doing another book giveaway on Instagram very soon. If you're not following us already, now's a perfect time. We have pictures and facts about all of us hosts, some daily inspirational quotes, and lots more. You can find us at oldpodcast.com. All right, that'll do it from me for today. Now the show will be back to normal starting tomorrow with our usual Friday Q&A, and then next week I'll return to reading you blogs from the best health and fitness websites out there. Wishing you again a very, very happy Thanksgiving, and I'll see you tomorrow where your optimal life awaits.